Praise the Lord. Um, praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, God bless you today. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, who's the head of our life, and to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to my own lovely wife, uh, Missionary Newsom, and to uh, First Lady Paulette, and uh, to all the saints of God. Um, we uh, are so excited today about uh, being uh, in the presence of the people of God because we're excited about so many different things uh, that God is yet doing. Uh, we're excited to hear about uh, our good friend, uh, Elder Charles Jones. We get to hear that uh, he has stepped up into uh, pastorate, and we are very, very excited about that, and we're excited about um the topic that we have on the broadcast today, but we're here um, for one reason, one reason only, that's to intercede for the people of God and intercede for those that need prayer. And so that's why we're here today, but I am just excited about so many different things and we hadn't been able to be on because, uh, you know, the enemy uh, is busy and I don't magnify what the enemy does because uh, God is greater and God is uh, uh, more, I would say, um, more wiser and also um, more awesome than anything that the adversary can do to the people of God. And so uh, anytime that you're um, uh, doing what you're supposed to do to the glory of God, then the enemy uh, gets upset. But to make a long story short, um, we had a situation, uh, but God uh, showed Himself to be mighty in the situation, and so we're we're excited about that. And so we're going to talk about it farther um, in person uh, uh, when we uh, have an opportunity to be uh, in the, in in the group with the body of believers when we come together. But uh, right now, we just ask the saints to continue to pray uh, much for not only my family but your family. Uh, our pastor and first lady, those that are sick among us, especially those that are in the hospital and those behind prison walls, those in nursing homes. Um, pray for our immediate family. Pray for our daughter, Gabrielle. Uh, pray for my wife, Sister Newsom. Continue to pray for all of the grandchildren. I know some of you all heard about that, but we're going to uh, are pretty much while the testimony is in the making. We're just going to share tidbits as we put the pieces together, but God is, uh, working, uh, some things out in our lives and we're excited about it. And so we don't, we dare not magnify, uh, what the enemy does because we know, uh, his job is to steal, kill and destroy. And, uh, uh, God's job and our job is to preserve life. And so that's what we're here for today. We want to pray, uh, that the God of all peace would uh, grant uh, peace and strength and healing uh, to those of you uh, that are seeking God for healing. And so uh, we dare not, uh, you know, take um, things for granted uh, that God is doing for us. So we want to just make sure that we, I'm sorry, just want to make sure we as a people of God, uh, we are doing everything within our power 
I'm sorry. We just want to make sure we're doing everything within our power and our grasp um, uh, to intercede. Because I, I look at various things that are happening in, in our world that we live in. Uh, there's a lot of uh, mental illness. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, as we know, a lot of strife and a lot of uh, chaos in the world that we live in. I'll put it like that. It's a lot of chaos in the world that we live in. And saints, I tell you, um, prayer and your relationship and those that don't have a relationship, get a relationship with Jesus Christ because without it, um, people don't have an anchor. And I put it like that. I'll share that as we get ready to go into prayer. You know, people need an anchor. And uh, there's a song, you know, that we used to sing, and it it brings more meaning to me um, since, you know, we went through some of the latest uh, trials and tests. It, it, it resonates with me more because um, if your soul is not anchored in Jesus, you surely will drift. And uh, you can see... Um, you know, in your family and, and people that you know and people that you have known, uh, if they don't know Christ, you can see from the time that they left God and where they are right now, you can see how far um, that they have drifted. And uh, I tell you, it's alarming. It's disturbing. And so that's why we're here today on the Touch and Agree Prayer Hour uh, to pray and intercede for uh, the minds of those people and individuals, including our family members, uh, including my daughter, including your children and your grandchildren, that we would pray that they would uh, get anchored uh, in a relationship with Christ because if they don't get anchored, um, the storms of life will blow you away. And I'm not talking from um, you know, uh, shirt collar or sleeve feelings, but I'm talking from an in-depth analysis of what I've experienced and what I've seen others experience, and it can be disheartening. Um, so that's why I'm asking and advocating and uh, petitioning uh, the people of God to pray. So let me see if I can change cameras here real quick. Uh, let's see if I can do something here. Uh, let's see. Okay, that's what I want. So that's why I'm advocating uh, the people of God uh, that know the word of prayer uh, to pray. Because uh, we definitely are in praying times. And and I like to just say, um, you know, we're going down a path now that... Um, only God can, uh, you know, uh, bring us to an outcome. And so that's why we have to be uh, rooted and grounded in the word of God so we don't uh, lean to our own understanding. And uh, we ask God to direct us. So, saints, we ask that you would continue to pray for us because uh, we will uh, be testifying about some things coming up. So please uh, stay tuned, as I would say. But uh, please pray for our mothers. Uh, please pray for our pastors, uh, our bishops, those that are in leadership. Let us pray for them. Uh, please pray for um, 
you know, uh, peace um, uh, for uh, Israel as a nation uh, because they're going through some things. And I can tell you now, everybody's going through something. And the Bible said, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And so we need to know that uh, suffering is not a bad word to the people of God. And do we want it? Do I welcome it? You know, uh, no. <laughs> Nobody says, uh, come on, trials. Come on, enemy. You know, come on. Come on, pain. Come on, affliction. Come on, mistreatment. No, nobody in their right mind wants things to come and land in their lap. But if the truth be told, if you will live godly, you're going to suffer for Christ's sake. And uh, I can tell you it's, it's not... Uh, a thing that um, is uh, frowned upon, but it's the thing that you must be uh, rooted and grounded and have gravity because without it, uh, you'll be uh, very miscued on your thinking as this, as if Israel were when they, uh, and we're going to prayer, but Israel uh, made that uh, drastic mistake when they left Egypt. Uh, they began to uh, complain, cry out, and uh, lash out. Uh, they began to grumble, murmur, and complain, not only against God, but against Moses and Aaron. And you'll see it in the 14th chapter of uh numbers and the 16th chapter up to about the 16th chapter of numbers and you'll see uh what happened to Korah and them Korah and them and so it was Korah and uh three others that uh got their censors and lit them up and God told me he was going to have a meeting with them and so we just want to make sure that um we're not murmuring and complaining while we're going through what we're going through. And so, saints, I advocate and say to you, be encouraged. And as we continue to pray for you and your families, uh, continue to look for the look up uh, to the Lord for your healing, your breakthrough, and your deliverance. Because I want to let you know um, it's closer than you think. All right? Your deliverance, your healing, your miracle, your breakthrough is closer than you think. And so I want to let you know uh, not to be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. So we're going to go before the Lord in prayer uh, as we pray for you and your families. I want to check social media to make sure uh, those of you that may be on social media, let's see. There's any that be on there. And uh, we want to uh, pray for you and your families. Yes. Okay. And uh, just want to say praise the Lord to those that are commenting. Uh, we ask that you would uh, invite others to this particular uh, prayer session. And uh, we're going to exhort you after we're done. So, if you have uh, the YouTube or Facebook link, please send it to your neighbor or friend so they can join in 
on this particular broadcast and um, share and partake of what uh, God is doing for the people of God. So as we pray for you and your families, be encouraged, saints, and uh, remember your deliverance, your healing, your breakthrough, and your miracle is closer than you think. And I can tell you, God is still performing miracles just by uh, me sitting here today to be able to tell you that God performs miracles. And uh, I'm, I'm encouraged uh, uh, to continue to move forward and uh, forget these things that are behind and press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So we're excited. So we're going to go before the throne of grace as we uh, pray for you and your family. We're going to go to our very uh, familiar pastor scripture. We're going to go to, uh, I want to go to a prayer scripture that, uh, that we always use. Second uh, Chronicles uh, 7 and 14. So we're going to go there and uh, you can turn there with us. Second uh, Chronicles chapter seven and uh, verse number 14 through 16. But I want to go today uh, as we've been uh, led of the Holy Spirit, we're going to go to second Chronicles seven and 12 and we're going to read down to about uh, 16. Right. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, all right, the Lord, he appeared unto Solomon by night. So we're going to, we're going to go ahead and go to that scripture. Um, so you can follow along with us. Want to make sure we put it on the screen up here in your, um, the upper left corner. We're going to go to second Chronicles. We're going to go to 7, and we're going to go to 12, all right? And it says, and the Lord appeared unto Solomon uh, by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice, all right? So he said he chose it for a place of, of sacrifice, he said, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. But now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Let us go before his throne, eternal God, our Savior. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we 
come before thee today, God, to give thanks and praise to your name. Thank you, Lord, for being our healer, being our protector, being our provider. Thank you, God. Oh, God, for your manifold blessings that you're yet pouring out upon, oh, God, the people of God and those, oh, God, that desire to know you in a more, oh, God, oh, God, loving way. We pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would touch and honor the petitions and prayers of the saints and the people of God as we pray. We stand forgiving, asking you to forgive us as we forgive, oh God, those that trespass against us. Oh God, for we want our sins and trespasses to be forgiven. And so God, we hold it not to the charge. We pray, God, that you would save them and give them an understanding about forgiveness and the plan of salvation. Oh God, that they may know you in a real way and establish, oh God, a true relationship, oh God, with the Savior. We thank you right now for our families and our loved ones and our friends and those, oh God, that are on YouTube and Facebook that care to join in and receive, oh God, a touch, an anointing, strength, and encouragement today. We ask that you will move by your power and your anointing and help them, God, to receive, oh God, the love of God through, oh God, your servant today. Forgive the sin, Lord, of any that are on the call or on the, oh God, social media channel today. Forgive them, Lord, for, oh God, they have sinned against you. And Father, we know, God, if they would confess their sins, that you're faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that, oh God, you will continue to look on, oh God, my wife, Sister Newson, look on, oh God, the grandchildren, look on our daughter, Gabrielle, continue to touch the mind, God, in the name of Jesus. Only we, only you can do it. And Father, we pray for healing among the people of God. Look on, oh God, Pastor Jones and Rosie Jones, touch them right now as they journey, God, in their, oh God, new, oh God, chapter of their lives and starting a work for you. Uphold them with the hand of your righteousness, O God. Heavenly Father, we pray, God, for not only, O God, their strength, but for their success in you. And we know there's no failure in you. And Lord, we know if they will continue to abide in you and your word abide with them, they can ask what they will and it shall be done. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you would touch the families that are hurting right now through senseless act of violence and those that have been harmed and hurt and, oh, God, devastated through loss, oh, God, of their loved ones. We pray for comfort and healing in the name of Jesus, Lord. You would touch right now the family that, oh, God, is having domestic issues and, oh, God, they're suffering from depression. We ask in the name of Jesus, oh, God, you would touch them and heal them, oh, God, that, that it will come unto you and be drawn. Oh, God, by the love of God, help us now. Encourage us now. Look on our mothers. Look on our deacons. Look on the preachers. Look on the ministers. Oh, God, look on, oh, God, the body of believers in the name of Jesus. And even those, God, oh, God, that are becoming saints. Oh, God, they have not received the Holy Ghost yet. But, God, they're becoming saints and they're seeking to be transformed. Oh, God, touch them in a special way. In the blessed name of Jesus, please, God, help us, God. Oh, God, will we need you most, God, and help us in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, that if, oh, God, you any, oh, God, 
thing that's in us that should not be. Lord, take it out and strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, as we, oh God, come on this prayer hour to touch and agree with the people of God. Meet them at their point of need, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Continue to bless our precious pastor, God. Look on Bishop Murchison, Lord God. Look on Lady Paulette. Touch their bodies in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, as we all labor for you, give us and give them strength as we, oh God, move toward closer to you, oh God, and move farther away from the things, oh God, that's not like you. Help us, God, to hate the things you hate and, oh God, to love the things that you love in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. Continue to look on, oh God, our presider, assistant presider. Look on their wives and their families and look on the bishop board, oh God. Look on all the ministers and pastors, God, and those, oh God, district elders, oh God, and their, oh God, congregations that you have placed them over. God, we pray that you will bless them, that they will continue, Lord, to encourage the flock that you've placed them over, and God, that they will receive strength, and that we all will continue to go higher, oh God, at the culmination of this year. Bless us now, strengthen us now, encourage us now, and help us to be watchful, God. In the name of Jesus, help us to be sober and be vigilant because we know the adversary. Oh, God, the devil walking about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We pray, God, you would, oh, God, oh, God, rebuke the devourer and, oh, God, strengthen the hands of the righteous and not the wicked. Help us, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we glorify and give you praise. And, God, we pray, God, they will come to repentance. In the name of Jesus, help us, God. Oh, God, as we continue to pray, God, we pray that your will will be done. Not mine will, but thine will be done. Continue to touch the grandchildren. Look on Sister Newsom. Continue to touch. Continue to, oh, God, strengthen as well as encourage. Lord, as we pray today, God, we pray, God, for your hand of deliverance. Oh, God, to be, oh, God, continually uplifted over the lives of the righteous. And, Father, we continue to testify of your goodness. And, oh, God, we'll give your name the praise because you've been so good to us. We thank you, God, and we give you praise in the matchless name of Jesus. Touch right now. Oh, God, touch that family that's going through right now. Oh, God, many are the affliction of the righteous. Oh, God, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give your name all the glory and the praise. We thank you for healing and deliverance. We thank you for breakthrough in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you for what you have done. Thank you for your blood covering us. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Mm. In the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, help us, God. Direct us, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that you would get the glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank God. Hallelujah. And, oh, God, we seal it with a praise. Glory. Thank you, God. We seal it with a praise of victory. In the name of Jesus, to the glory of God, we thank you for it right now. We receive it by faith. In Jesus' name, oh, God, save, deliver that soul, God. Oh, God, from the hands of the enemy, we pray right now that every stronghold will be broken. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare to the glory of God, and we praise you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for um, the prayer that's been prayed and we came on to uh, definitely um, pray. That's what we came on to do. Uh, we came on to pray and glorify the name of the Lord because without him, uh, we can't do anything. And so we're grateful to the Lord for his blessings. And so we're going to get out of your way. We want to exhort the people of God today. We thought to come on since we hadn't been on this week and we're still <clears throat> uh, at the end of um, the promise. And I guess if the Lord's will, um, next week, Wednesday, we'll pick up law. Uh, Monday, we'll be working on something else for uh uh, another project that we're working on. So we won't air as we get closer to the holidays, we will uh, scale back. I think Wednesday uh, will be our last uh, air for uh, December. I think um, we're going to try Wednesday. Um, let me just get the date for you. Make sure that date is accurate. Um, we want to make sure we know that. Uh, yeah. December uh, 19th, December 20th. Okay, so December 20th is going to be um, our last date. Uh, we may we may do the 27th, but December 20th is, is our projected last date of airing for the Fidget TV network. And so we're going to try to finish up Promise and Law in between that time, even if we have to uh, air at an off schedule time, you'll be able to go on and see us and we'll uh, publish the link so you'll know that we're on the broadcast. Okay. So we have some things. Uh, sometimes um, it's a moving target. Um, uh, sometimes when we have uh, uh, some, some uh, schedule conflict. And so we want you to stay with us, let you know that uh, the Fidget TV network, uh, the Faith and God Internet TV broadcast,
All right, we're back. Uh, something happened where I believe um, my system crashed, so we're back. So we want to uh, join right back to where we were. We did the prayer, and so we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get right back going here. Um, so we're going to pick it right back up. My computer crashed. Uh, who would think that it happens? Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get into promises. I was saying we're going to be here on our last day of air for 2023. We're going to finish up promise and law uh, between now and the 20th. And so we'll have to go in uh, the broadcast on an off schedule time to make that happen. So let us get right into it today. We're going to go to uh, promise. We're going to talk about a couple things with the promise. And I know we talked about the um, uh, the man's tendency. That's the last thing that we talked about was man's tendency is to um, disregard the promises of God uh, and move away from God. All right. That's the fallacy of man. All right. Regardless of what, man's tendency is even. Uh, and I know people may not agree with me because that's their theology, but I've seen in my time of ministry, even people with the Holy Ghost, they don't want to admit, you know, uh, the fallacy. And then, you know, just because we've been born again, there's still a fallacy and this deprived nature. And this is why we must dial to it. Now, if we don't dial to it, we will see the fallacy of man. The tendencies are still there. Now, when we fully dial to it, we'll see the new man, <laughs> which is in Ephesians. But we, we, we're not going to go there today. Uh, we'll see the new man, which is created uh, after righteousness, you know, so. We'll see that new man. We'll put on that new man, according to Ephesians, which is created after righteousness. All right. And so, but we're going to talk about some things today as we close out promise. And I think we're uh, just about there. Um, I want to finish up one last thing on the tendency of man. Um, I want to go to a point that um, of uh, Isaac uh, being the promised seed. Uh, Isaac had, uh, you know, um, two sons. We're going to go there. Isaac had two sons. He had uh, Jacob and Esau, all right? And uh, <clears throat> uh, God predicted that Jacob would be the greater of the two boys, all right? And we'll see that in Genesis. Let's go there. I want to going to go ahead and go to Genesis 25. So he's going to be the greater of the two boys. Let's see here. Genesis 25 and let's go to 19. Let's save time. Let's go to 19. All right. Genesis 25 and 19. And these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. 
and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebecca, the wife, the daughter of Beth Bethuel, the Syrian of uh, Padaram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian, right? And so <clears throat> we're going to take a look uh, at something here. We're going to go a little bit farther down. I want to, I'm trying to get somewhere. Um, that's the story. We're going to go farther down in here. All right, that's what I want. Genesis 25 and 22. We're going to go back one. All right. Genesis 25 and 22. Turn there with me. And as I said earlier, and I'm giving you scriptorial account of what I'm saying, you know, a lot of times people give you a statement about a scripture and then they won't show you the scripture conveying the, the conjecture or the point that they're trying to bring out or the exegesis that they're trying to explain. So I'm trying to explain this in Genesis 25, 22, right? I said that the scripture points out God predicted that Jacob would be the greater of the two boys. Let's take a look. In Genesis 25, 22, and the children struggled together within her. That was a struggle within. And it says, and said, if it be so, why am I? Why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. She went to the right place. All right. And the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb. Hmm? And the manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. All right? So there it is right there. Genesis 25, 23. God already predicted what was going to be was going to be. Let's take a look. After this, Isaac lived in the land uh, for many years. Uh, the 20 years that Jacob spent away from his home, uh, uh, he ended up... Uh, Dying at the age of 180, all right? He died at the age of 180. And uh, <clears throat> it says Jacob and Esau buried him. So uh, Isaac, uh, when he died, Jacob and Esau buried him, all right? Um, we want to see where that scripture is. Let's go to Genesis. Uh, let's go to that. Let's go to Genesis 35. I think it's 35 and 20, let's see, 35 and 27. Let's see if it's there. 35 and let's see, 27. Let's see if that's scripture. All right. And Jacob came unto Isaac, his father, unto Mamre, unto the city of uh, Arba, which is uh, Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac sojourned. All right. So he ended up going back, and the days of Isaac was a hundred and four score years. Four scores is twenty years times four. Twenty years times four makes him one hundred and eighty. All right, let's take a look at it. And Isaac gave up the ghost. Genesis thirty five twenty nine. This is the scripture shows how old he was when he died. 
Isaac gave up the ghost and died, and he was gathered unto his people, being of old and full of days. Woo, 180 years full of days. And his son Esau and Jacob buried him. There's a scripture that uh, conveys the point that I brought. So now we're going to go a little bit farther as we talk about uh, the failure of Jacob and his sons. It's, it's important that I talk about this because uh, Jacob, uh, we know this, he was a deceiver based on scripture. He was less spiritual than his father. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. And his, um, uh, he always tried to, uh, one of his weaknesses, and I want to identify this, if you're in the church or if you're, uh, whether you're in the church, save or not, if you're always trying to get ahead of everybody else, you always got to be the first one. You always the only one. <laughs> Let me quit. Huh? You can, we, we identify these in the scripture. Now I'm, I, I did the research already. I, I identified this in the scripture as weaknesses and failures. All right. You may not see it as a failure. You may see it as, as a strength or an opportunity. But when we look at Jacob's life, we can see he was less spiritual than Isaac. And we can see his weakness or his failure was he always was trying to get ahead of his brother. <laughs> and he did. All right. So let's let's we're gonna fast forward because we don't have much time. So if you have that issue, you might want to learn the lesson that Jacob learned dealing with his brother Esau. Hmm? Esau had another problem. Esau was vain. We know Esau had a weakness, he was vain. He didn't count his birthrights worth anything. And he sold his birthrights, and his brother stole the blessing. All right. So we know what happened with that story. All right. But let's go a little bit farther. Uh, Jacob has an encounter where he has to escape his brother wrath and he goes to Uncle Laban's house. All right. When he gets to Uncle Labor, Laban house, him being a schemer, he got schemed. Hmm? And some people don't believe this. You know, uh, you know, they don't believe what uh, goes around, comes around. Hmm? But we can see Laban plotted against him. <laughs> huh? And Jacob uh, uh, decided to go back home. So he left Laban and he wanted to uh, go back to Gilead or wherever he wanted to go back to. And he uh, was concerned uh, that if his uh, brother would catch him, he would harm him. Hmm? So he ends up getting to a place where uh, Jacob heard that Esau was coming. All right. I'm just trying to break down through this, these weaknesses here. And one of Jacob's weakness was that he failed, huh? God and being afraid hmm? that he would be killed. Hmm? He, he, he was afraid that he was going to be killed and he ended up wrestling with the angel in Genesis 32, I believe. We're going to try to go there. Let's see if we can go there real quick. And then we're going to sum up uh, this chapter here. We're going to sum it up. 
just want to go a little bit farther here. I'm trying to get down through here. Let's go to Genesis 32. Okay, yeah. And Jacob went on his way, and the angel of God met him. And Jacob saw them, and he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place uh, Mahaniam. Mahaniam. And Jacob sent messengers before Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. Hmm? I guess Esau was considered an Edomite now. Look at this. Uh, and he commanded them, saying, uh, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. And thy servant Jacob said, Thus I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. Okay? And so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut through the chase here and let you see that in Genesis 32, farther down in this chapter, he ends up uh, wrestling with the angel. And the angel end up uh, blessing him, changing his name. Um, and I wanted to say every time there's a name change, there's a blessing that follows. <laughs> you know, um, I think I said in the last broadcast before we got off, anytime there's a name change, there's a blessing that follows. Uh, let's uh, talk about another point. Jacob descendants were less spiritual than Joseph. All right. Look at this. Can, can we still see the fallacy? You know, I just want to make sure we still can see the fallacy. And then after Isaac, Jacob was weaker than Isaac. And then now Jacob is less spiritual uh, than he was, except Joseph. Joseph comes in. So I want to bring that point. Uh, Jacob was less spiritual than he was, except Joseph was there about 215 years uh, before uh, before, uh, the, you know, they moved into Egypt totally. So I'm just trying to get some historical information here. So it was about 215 years, um, which was a period of them being backslidden or they had forgotten about God. Mm? And so God permitted them to be brought into bondage. Mm? And sometimes we, we look at these things when we look at man's tendency, God allows them to go into bondage as a type of judgment. We don't look at it as a type of judgment, but he didn't totally destroy them. But the type of judgment he gave them was grace to cry back out to him. Oh, I know this. I know this gets lengthy. He gives us grace to turn from what we've done when we've wronged and wronged people and did wrong, you know. No, he doesn't uh, reward us for the wrong we do, but he gives us grace, causes us to go into a state of uh, uh, a holding pattern. I'll put it like that. Put the nation of Israel in a holding pattern. Hmm? This is the closing event I'm talking about now. Puts them in a holding pattern, and which is considered as bondage in Egypt. And we're going to go to Exodus. Let's go to Exodus real quick. We're getting out of here now. We're going to let you go. We're going to go to Exodus uh, chapter 1. Let's 
go to Exodus chapter 1, and uh, let's go to 7. Let's see if we get that. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceedingly mightily, and uh, the land was filled with them. <laughs> now, this is God, why he gives them grace. A type of judgment. He gives them grace, puts them in Egypt, and allows them to multiply and incre increase exceedingly. Glory. It increase at a point to a point where it made Pharaoh nervous and Pharaoh and the counselors and stuff. And I'm just paraphrasing so we can cut through the chase. So, man, these people are these people are multiplying, man. They're having babies every month. I mean, <laughs> let me quit. And, and you know, every family is a, every every other family is having a baby every every other month or two. And he realized, wait a minute, they're having too many male children. Hmm? Oh, let me get out of here. They're having too many male children. And we know these male children can raise up, be raised up, and they can be warriors and they can overtake us. Huh? I'm just paraphrasing. Hmm? And so these were failures, huh? So uh, the devil tried many times through all these failures, huh? To try to defeat God's plan. Hmm? I want to show you that God's plan is foolproof. Look at this. Let's go. Uh, oh, Lord, I got to go to it. Let's see if we got time. Uh, well, let's, let's see if we can go to it. I'm going to try to go to. Uh, Genesis 49. Let's go to Genesis 49. We're going to try to close it out now. Let's go back to Genesis 49. I want to go uh, to Genesis 49. Let's see if we can go there. All right. I think I got the, I think I got Genesis 49 and let's go to about eight. All right. He said, Judah, thou art, he whom thy brethren shall praise. And he says, thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies and thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Yeah, that's what I want. He says, Judah is a lion whose wept from prey, my son, and thou art gone up. He stooped down and couched as a lion and as an old lion, who shall rouse him up? And he says, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet unto Shiloh come. And unto him shall, be, shall the gathering of the people be. I think that's what I want here. Let's see. Yeah. Binding his foal unto the vine and his ass coat unto the choice vine. He washes garments in wine and his clothes in blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Zebulun shall dwell at the haven of the sea and he shall be for an haven of ships and his border shall be unto Zidon. All right. And let's see where I want to go to here.
uh, 49.18. He said, I waited for thy salvation, O Lord. He says, Gad shall, Gad, a troop shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. That was, these are the different uh, tribes. Joseph is a fruitful bow. This is what I want. Even a fruitful bow by a well whose branches run over the wall. Yeah, this is what I want. Here it is. Uh, 4924. Okay. I think this is what I want to. Uh, 49. I think it was 18. I want it. Let me go back. I got some notes here and I'm, I'm going off of where I want to mark. 49. And 18. I think that's what I wanted. Yes, that's what I wanted. I wanted 49 and 18, okay? And so we can see uh, uh, the famine had happened. Uh, unbelief came. Fear came. Deceit came. Lying came. Slavery came. Look at bondage. Murdering came. Moses killed a man. Huh? But... None of these things were able to defeat God's purpose that he had for the people of God. And so I'm trying to make a point here when I um, talk about promise. I'm trying to um, uh, close out this uh, point of promise. If God lays out a promise, regardless of man's tendency, man's failure, man's responsibility, hmm? or even how the situation starts out. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? God were able to fulfill them through these men that he called. And I know sometimes we, we look <clears throat> within ourselves uh, uh, sometimes deficient. You know, God, I'm not, I'm not able, who, who am I, Lord? I'm not able to do this. Hmm? Moses thought so as well. And he made every valid excuse that could be made. And he said, uh, get Aaron to help you. And so I'm trying to make a point. Um, uh, Moses was chose to do the job. Hmm? And I want to say something to somebody today as we close out on this closing event. Uh, if God has chosen you to do the job, hmm, just continue to believe God for the grace to see you through with the job. All glory be to God. Don't leave grace huh? because God has assigned you. Hmm? But just continue to ask God. This, I'm closing now. Continue to ask God for more grace to complete your assignment. All glory be to God. These are the words that I have for you on the Faith in God Internet TV. Just ask God for the wisdom and the grace to continue to walk in your assignment. Praise be the name of God. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We're closing out promise. Uh, I do uh, have scriptures in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, chapter 8. 
Hebrews 11 and 8 through 22. Uh, I could read that for you, but read that in your study time because we're out of time now because I have another thing that I need to take care of. And I've been here for the whole hour uh, with the exception of that five minute intermission. But I want to say to you, be encouraged and know that God will give you the grace to carry out the assignment uh, that he's given uh, to the people of God. And I just want to let you know, we're going to be talking about law on next week. And we're going to try to close it out. We're going to talk about the promises, Israel promises to keep the law. We're going to talk about believe and obey. We're going to talk about the blessings and the cursing. And then we're going to talk about how many times repeatedly that they broke the law. So that's one, uh, two, three, four things that we're going to talk about. And then we're going to close out with the fifth and sixth piece. We're going to talk about man's tendency away from God. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the closing event of judgment. And then we're going to talk about grace through faith, uh, through the blood of the lamb. We're going to talk about that. So we're going to be closing out next week. We got a lot to cover in this one uh, uh, particular thing that we talk about is law. And uh, hopefully in the beginning of the year, we'll get into grace and then we'll get into the tribulation. And then we're going to get into the kingdom, which is, uh, which is uh, heaven itself. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what God has planned for us, right? So we can have uh, a positive outlook uh, to continue to keep walking uh, with Christ until he uh, fulfills not only his promise, uh, but that he fulfills what he has started, okay? And so these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. I will stop right there. Um, I want to say as I close, um, uh, the failure of all men in general, uh, uh, most men's failure is re rebellion. All right. Uh, uh, most men uh, don't want to admit that man rebelled against God because he had the Holy commandment. He rebelled. Hmm? So uh, sometimes we know to do better and we rebel. All right. And so the judgment of God is going to be upon all men. Hmm? So um, no matter what dispensation we in, the judgment of God is going to be on all men. All right. Um, and we'll talk about a couple of other things next week. So we're going to leave it right there. Um, I did want to uh, see if I got something to put on the screen here for you. Let's see here. Well, we don't have anything that we want to post just yet. Uh, so uh, we're going to say to the people of God, uh, let's see if I can do that. Yeah, we're just going to say to the people of God, thanks for joining us on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Um Let's see what else we can do here. Okay, let's see here. Right. Okay. Thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson.
Um, with no further ado, thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.